When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 6 as this is officially the last podcast before the New York Rangers start their season in Buffalo. If you're listening to this, it is Thursday morning, and that means the New York Rangers are already in Buffalo. They're getting ready, geared up for game number one. And, you know, obviously, as every Ranger fan is feeling right now, you got to be excited. You got to be pumped. Whatever your expectations are, it's, it's just hockey season. Uh, it's listen at the end of the day here, I think the beauty of this season is that we're going to learn a lot about who these players are, you know, how they adapt to a new coaching system and, you know, everything in between. We're going to find out, you know, what our leadership core is made of. We're going to find out what the young studs that we've drafted first and second overall are made of. We are going to find out if, you know, Fox can continue to be one of the best defensemen in the league and hopefully get another Norris under his belt. Uh, you know, Igor fighting for another Vesna, and hopefully, hopefully he can uh, beat out Sorokin and and win that award. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a lot to a lot to break down, a lot of stuff uh, around the league. Uh, I guess I for, for, let's get this one out of the way because this one's this one was a tough one. Uh, Barry Melrose, obviously, we've all heard the news. Parkinson's disease retires from ESPN. Just a tough, tough blow. Uh, you know, if you followed the NHL growing up, you, Barry Melrose was one of the the biggest names out there. Whether it's you know his coaching or playing, and you know his analyst uh, career, and just you know what he's been to the game of hockey is you know, going to be missed. And it's tough to see a guy like that who has been a staple for everyone uh, my age. And, you know, you just didn't know the game of hockey without him. And he's going to be missed. Uh, 67 years old, man. What a tough, tough blow. There was still plenty of uh, good years ahead of him uh, if he was healthy, uh, you know, in the booth and just analyzing the game that we all love. And, you know, obviously we wish him the best. And, you know, uh, hopefully he could make the best of this situation and fight and, you know, have a, a long, prosperous life with his family. And, you know, it's obviously uh, a, a tough one, but 
you know, if there's ever one, you know, if there's ever a guy to have the the right attitude and the right mindset going into this, I think I think he's one of them, you know, in the hockey world. He was a guy that kept it real. He was a guy that was, you know, just a, a big personality, uh, you know, charming. And, you know, I believe Bouchergross even said, you know, he's got one of the best wits out there. And it, it's just, again, a tough one for everyone my age. Uh, you know, if you're just a middle-aged hockey fan, like I said, you just, you know, you don't know the game without him. And, you know, it just sucks that he has to retire. But we wish him the best. And, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully he makes a couple of little spots here and there and, 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 and is able to, you know, be a part of the game. So, all right. Got that, that one out of the way. That, that's a tough one. I mean, it's been, when I heard that, that was terrible. Uh, absolutely terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, more news around the league. Let's get, oh, man, that's a tough one to start out with. Uh, yeah, uh, news around the league. Uh, Lindy Ruff signs a multi-year contract with the New Jersey Devils. And I guess he's got four years. I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I want to see what he's made of this year. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world uh, with this roster. Uh, he, he certainly overachieved last year, and he's the head coach, and he gets a ton of credit. But you don't know how much you know that was with uh, Burnett. And again, you never know what you're going to get out of uh, Lindy Ruff. He wasn't always the best with the New York Rangers, but he's been a, he's a professional. You know, Buffalo Sabres, Dallas Stars, now New Jersey. And I think, you know, we couldn't wish him a worse career here in New Jersey. And, you know, I'm just sick of this team. I am sick of him. I am sick of Hughes. And I am sick of the, the, the brother element of it. It's just everything makes me sick about this team. I hate the New Jersey Devils. It's almost this year, if the Rangers stink, it's going to be just me hating on all the teams and we'll get it. We'll get into that. And, uh, you know, I think every single Ranger fan is wishing the absolute worst possible career Lindy Ruff could have, uh, with the New Jersey devils over the next four years. And we hope nothing but failure and missing the playoffs and, you know, everything short of, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, you, you never, you know, you don't even want them to move out of town because you just want them to the suck and be right there in New Jersey and suck. So, uh, yeah. And you know what? That's all I got to say about that. Anyway, uh, on to a couple other things. Uh, you know, listen, going into this game, the Buffalo game, you, you have to have expectations that the New York Rangers are going to be competitive. They're going to, you know, lose games that you feel like they should win. They should win games. You feel like they should lose. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of up and up and down, but I, like I said, I think this first month is imperative that we get off to a really good start and I'm glad we're starting on the road. I'm glad we're starting against a team like Buffalo who going into this season has a lot of, you know, hype built around them. Uh, they got a lot of talent, um, you know, everywhere on the ice there's, there seems to be, um, you know, up and coming players, all stars, and just guys that are really buying into what they're building there in Buffalo. and it's going to be a tough battle and it's going to be up to our all-stars to play like all-stars and Igor to play his best hockey and, you know, our defensemen to really move the puck and, and force this Buffalo team to, you know, play defense. And 
because I think that's the weakest part of their team. We all know they can score goals. We all know, you know, they got some young talent and they're going to be great on the special teams, but we got to win that battle. We got to score some power play goals. We got to, you know, keep the puck low, draw penalties, you know, uh, you know, keeping our feet moving and, you know, hopefully we can capitalize and, and skate away with a, you know, victory on the road. It's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be one of those games where, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna come out flying. It's their home opener. There's going to be a lot of buzz in the building. They're playing the New York Rangers. Everyone gets up to play us, no matter how good we are. And you know that you're going to get their best game. And again, the New York Rangers are going to find themselves in a lot of games where uh, they're going to have a lot of gut checks uh, during it. And this is certainly going to be one of their tougher tests of the season playing these teams that are right on the cusp of being a playoff team. And, you know, the games that they know are going to make or break are going to be teams that they feel they they can leapfrog. And I touched on this last last podcast, the the teams that they can leapfrog, let's be honest, you know, the Islanders, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the New York Rangers, those are the bubble teams, you know, You, you, you can't, possibly go into this season thinking that the Rangers are going to compete for a top spot in the Metro. It's just not going to happen. The Rangers are going to be fighting for the three seed in the Metro or a wild card spot. And there's a lot of teams that I think that are going to be good. You know, the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to be solid. The Boston Bruins are still going to be solid. Although I don't know if they'll finish top three, but you know, the Buffalo Sabres are going to be right there. You know, it's, you got the Florida Panthers. You know, are they going to be able to, um, you know, have a better regular season than they did last year and not have to bank on, I think it was the Pittsburgh Penguins, excuse me, losing to Chicago in order for Florida to get the eighth seed, which then they had to play Boston and won. Sorry, a lot there. You know, the Ottawa Senators are going to be better. The, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs are a lock for a top three, you know, seed in that division. Um, So you're probably looking at, you know, Toronto. Tampa and and Boston as the top three, with Florida possibly knocking Boston out as the top three team. So Boston is a wild card, which really only leaves you one one wild card. And that certainly can be, you know, it can be Pittsburgh Penguins, and they lost last night. Huge for the New York Rangers. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but you know, you have the Ottawa Senators, you have the Florida Panthers, you have the Detroit Red Wings, you have the New York Islanders, you have us all battling for the wild card, um, and a few of those teams obviously bat- battling for the third place in the, the Metro Division. But you never know. And I think even Columbus will be a little bit better too. And, and again, it's, it's going to be, you know, we're in control of our own destiny. We're flat out. We're on paper, we're better. We have better goaltending. I think we have better decors than a lot of these teams. And, you know, if our all-stars can play like all-stars, we can beat anybody in the league. But it's just that, you know, our, our inconsistent play is shit. It, it really brings us down. Um, and then, you know, we got to hope that the system can bail us out of games, you know, when we just don't have our A game. Can we lock down and slow slow up the neutral zone, keep the puck in front of us? and you know, limit shots and, you know, win a, a 2-1 game, a one nothing game, you know, take it. Can we take advantage of our power plays and our special teams? Can we win those battles? You know, there's a lot to, a lot to see what this team is made of. Um, a lot to see what, you know, how the New York Rangers approach this season with a new coaching staff and, 
and a new system and knowing the X's and O's of, of each game and, you know, knowing your opponent and their strengths and weaknesses and can you adapt and, you know, because that's what the playoffs is. It's adapting. It's, you know, Florida Panthers were able to do it last year. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights, you know, figured it out. Uh, you know, it takes an abundance of talent and your ability to adapt and, and, you know, and beat teams, you know, use their, their weaknesses and your strengths to your advantages and, and teams like that. It's takes a lot of coaching and it takes a lot of talent and you got to put it together. Uh, you know, I think you saw the New Jersey devils kind of learn that last year where speed, 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 speed. We just outskated the Rangers. We'll just outwork them. Boom, 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 boom. They were able to make tic-tac-toe plays, you know, skating up the ice, down the ice together with a system, filling every lane, knowing where each other is going to be, chipping pucks, you know, skating full speed into those areas with the puck. And it just, you saw what it just, you know, totally dismantled us, totally made us, you know, stare Bellas, just staring, watch puck watching and, and all that type of shit. And, you know, a couple mental errors and all of a sudden you, you found yourself behind and impossible to come back against a team like that. And then they went on to second round and they played the Carolina Hurricanes. And what did the Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes do? And Brendan Moore, he fucking threw that game right back in their face and said, you know what? We can match your speed. And not only can we match it, but we're going to kick the shit out of you. And Akira Schmid came back down to earth. He didn't play like an all-star like he did against the Rangers. And you saw what happens. The Devils broke down. They're beatable. And the Carolina Hurricanes, you saw that. And if you watched the series, you know, before that for Carolina, when they had to play the Islanders, the Islanders slowed that game down. They made the Carolina Hurricanes play their style, play their game. And, you know, they had to grind out. That wasn't an easy series win. I think it went six games, but it was not easy for Carolina. Islanders were in every game. You know, they, they had them on the ropes there for a while. And, you know, it was a lot closer than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. And it's because of coaching. It's the style of game. If you can slow the game down and force teams to play your way, you're going to win more often than not. And, you know, I think the Islanders just, you know, ran out of steam and ran out of talent. Um, you know, Carolina, obviously one of those teams that are loaded and certainly favored to make it to a Stanley Cup final, if not win it. So, yeah, it's, again, the X's and O's of hockey is is as good as, you know, implementing it against, you know, the team that you're facing. So, again, I, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what this core group has up their sleeve this year with a new system, new coaching staff, uh, a couple new faces, some good veteran, you know, leadership, hopefully, in the locker room. And again, well, we're going to have to take it one game at a time and hopefully the, you know, the Rangers can get off to a good start and beat, you know, the Buffalo Sabres on the road. That would be a huge win for us if we can, if we're able to do that, um, you know, and then, you know, I don't think our home wins our home opener. Oh, God, here we go. This is bad podcasting here. I don't know the exact date, but anyway. You know, it's a, we don't have a home opener for a couple games. Uh, you know, I believe we play Arizona. I just forget the goddamn date. But anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's just you got to get off. You got to beat these teams that you're capable of beating. And, you know, uh, I, again, we talked about calling out the core leadership group, but the kids have to get it done. And that includes Heedle, too. You know, Heedle's one of those players that, you know, you, you're now what? 24 20 turning 25 years old this season 
it's time for you to really take the next step. You know, you, you got your bridge contract. If you want to make the big bucks and, and, and play with the big boys and considered, you know, a top end talent in this, in this league, you're, you're going to have to show it. And it, it's all about producing numbers. No one cares about the analytics at the end of the day. It's how many pucks can you put in a net? How many assists do you have? You know, are you, are you, are you, you know, winning faceoffs? Are you contributing on a daily, daily night in getting us points in the standings? That's all, that's all that matters. I don't care about saber metrics and, you know, he's, you know, you know, those little numbers with GFA with a little X. It's like all that shit is great. But at the end of the day, it comes down to one thing. Are you contributing? Are you putting pucks in the net? You know, are you able to, uh, you know, get us to the playoffs? Are you able to lead this team to a Stanley Cup final? And can you get your name etched on the Stanley Cup? That's all that matters at the end of the day. No one's going to remember your GFXQ minus, you know, the letter L, uh, you know, per 60 minutes uh, 10 years from now. They're going to know whether or not you got to the playoffs, you won playoff rounds, and did you win the Stanley Cup? That's all that people are going to remember. And it starts with our leadership group and the kids that I'm mentioning. The NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text hope new York. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling by calling 888-789-7777 or visiting ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. John J. Miller is another one. Uh, you know, again, you know, it's funny because Fox is not much older than these guys, but you already feel like he's just like a grizzly bet. Um, but you know, Keandre Miller is now another year older. I really want him to blossom into a, a, a really, you know, just a dominant physical force out there. Um, you know, he's got the speed to have an offensive dominance too. And I, I don't want him to be afraid or hesitant to skate the puck up. I want him to join in the play and, you know, win battles along the boards, be a little bit more offensive, have confidence moving the puck. Um, I think having coach with some X's and O's is going to get him off to a slow start. But once he figures it out and realizes that there is a system in place, he can rely on his teammate, he can rely on his D partner. You know, I think good things can happen for him this season. And, you know, hopefully he uh, is able to put it together and take another huge step. Uh, you know, and then, you know, Kako, again, <laughs> dude, you're going to be playing first line, second line minutes all season long. There is no reason why you're not in a 70, 80 point mark range. Uh, you know, I, I expect him to be 
a guy that not only can score goals, but, you know, just huge puck possession guy, a guy where the play starts on his stick. You know, I, I want him to be strong along the boards. We all seen him do his little ring turns, kind of looking like, you know, a, 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 a wish.com version of, of, uh, Yarmir Yager. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, Capo Caco has got to be one of the leaders on this team. He's got to put the puck in the net. He's got to have points. He's got to have confidence. And if you're going to be playing on the first line, there's no, 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 no opportunities for, uh, you know, having, you know, a little lapse there in the middle of the season where he goes 10 games without scoring. We cannot have that. We got to have him, you know, on fire all season long. He's a young kid. He's got the energy. He's got the confidence. He's got to put the puck in the net. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, again, you know, you look at our depth. That's, uh, you know, the one big question mark. You hope, you know, Wheeler's a professional. I'm not too concerned about him. Um, you know, I, I, I might be a little concerned come game 60, you know, game 55, though, that, you know, in the midst of the season, if we're cruising and humming right along, you know, is he going to go out there and, you know, kind of be irrelevant. But again, if he's playing third line minutes and they're playing even hockey, then so be it. You can live with it. The guy's making less than a million dollars. He's, you know, older, you know, hopefully his presence will be good for, for the bench and just the locker room. And, you know, he's again, it's, it helps to have these professionals and then, uh, yeah. And then goaltending, uh, I think I touched on this before, but Igor has got to have his best season yet. Uh, he's got to be there for us. He cannot let soft goals in. I think our team's going to be really good with a lead. So if he can jump out and get one, hopefully the X's and O's, we can trap, we can, you know, left wing lock, we can, you know, really clog up the neutral zone and just not let anyone, um, you know, uh, gain opportunities on us. I think, you know, this year with Gustafson, especially and Miller and Fox, we have the ability to the get the puck up the ice uh, in a meaningful way. And, you know, again, if, if we play with a lead with Igor, with what we saw during the preseason of how good we can look defensively, you know, I think we're going to win a lot of games. And, you know, again, it's jumping out to a fast start. Last year, we were awful. How many times did the other team score on us in the first five minutes? It's like you felt like every game we started the game down one nothing. Um, yeah, it's just imperative that we play with a lead. Uh, we play smart and, you know, with a good system and good goaltending and, and defense that can move the puck and get rid of it immediately. Um, there's no reason why, you know, that's a strong suit, you know, let's be one of those teams where it's like, oh, they got the lead. We're fucked. We're never going to come back, you know, between Igor, you just, let's be that team. Cause it always seems to happen to us. Let's be the team that, you know, does it to other teams. Um, you know, especially teams that, you know, are going to be at the bottom of the standings, right? Come on, the Pittsburgh Penguins, fuck them. And, uh, uh, you know, that's a good segue right here. The Pittsburgh Penguins, you have to root against them every night. I hope they lose all 82 games. I'm sick of Crosby. I'm sick of the rust. I'm, si- I'm just sick of their entire team. I'm sick of Sullivan, okay? I, I would have ta- taken him as a coach in a heartbeat. But I'm just sick of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I want them to lose every single game. I hate that they're relevant year after year. I hate that they got Carlson. I hate Latang. 
I hate Malkin. I hate Crosby. I just hate their whole core. I hate everything about them this year. Uh, never been happier to wake up. You know, I went to sleep after the second thinking they got the game locked. Then you wake up and all of a sudden, boom, the Blackhawks came back and won. Um, yeah. So it, again, I, I hope they lose every single game. Them in Washington, I wouldn't mind sitting. That all right? We'll go Pittsburgh, Philly, Washington as like that has to be every Rangers fan dream of like the bottom three right now. I, and listen, obviously the Devils would be great, but like that they're not a reality. The reality is Devils will probably, you know, be first or second in the Metro. But if you're an honest Ranger fan looking at the Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, if they finished at the bottom of the standings this year, how sweet would that be? Oh, that would just be a dream come true. Uh, Nothing was better than not having to watch the Pittsburgh Penguins in the playoffs last year. It it really, it just was awesome. Um, Yeah. Anyway, uh, the game last night, uh, obviously it was the Bedard show, uh, the, you know, Sid versus the kid, I guess they were promoting it as a, uh, as my good friend, Andy pointed out, uh, not Andy, different Andy, not Andy on the podcast who couldn't make it obviously tonight, you know, it's not sitting here in silence. Uh, yeah, glad the, you know, Blackhawks were able to get it done. Uh, that was the, the marquee game again, Andy and I have touched on this a million times, but it's like, it's like pulling teeth, you know, getting a player to be marketable in this league. And it, it, maybe it's just it's time that we just stop talking to the players altogether. Anything, any interview Bedard has done has been the most boring interview in the history of sports. It's just he is McKinnon. He is Crosby. He is, you know, even it's just. He is McDavid. It, they're just so boring. They're not colorful. They're just weird humans. It really, it, that's all what it comes down to. They're not marketable. They have zero personality. They're robots. And, you know, it's just, it's bad for the game. It really is. It's just, ba- it's bad for the game. And there's been so many opportunities, um, you know, for for players to, you know, blossom and have a personality. And, you know, you're already like, like Ovechkin, like, you know, I, how do I word this? Ovechkin, it's, it's great, but I think the NHL really needs like a North American player to like really be the face of hockey. Like be, be, you know, I think the Kachuk brothers would be fantastic, but you know, they got the personality, but they just, they're not going to be at the top of the standings. You know, you, it's like, look at the NFL. It's like you had Brady dating supermodels, you know, you know, was the bad boy of the league. Everyone, Brady and the Patriots versus the rest of the league. You just, you don't have that narrative. You know, now it's like Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and Taylor Swift versus the NFL. It's like, you know, in the NBA, you LeBron James versus the, you know, versus the entire NBA. Can we take him down? You had Kobe Bryant, you know, Mamba mentality. You had Michael Jordan, you know, you go, you know, the best players in the NHL are just so boring. Like even Gretzky was boring, you know, it just, there's nothing there. There's no personality. There's no, I like, even be a villain, you know, there's no, there's no villains. There's nothing in this league. We just have, you know, if you're not a diehard fan, there's nothing to like grasp onto and 
there's no narrative this season, you know? It's just, you know, I, I don't know. And and the fact that, you know, I might be crazy here, but the, the NHL, you got to stop treating these 18-year-olds that come in the league like little, little children, you know? They're, they're met, like, can we treat them like men? They're professional athletes. They're making more than, you know, 99% of the world, you know? They're, they're, let's treat them like men. Like, stop treating them like little kids. Like, oh, you, you know, you've, you know, you, you finally can go to an R-rated movie. It's like, can we stop? We don't treat NFL rookies like that. There's no rookie in any other sport that we treat like that, you know? You know, baseball might be a little tough because they're a little bit older. And, you know, even football too, they come in their early 20s. But we don't treat them. We treat them like men. And and I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you look around the the other sports and it's like, maybe because the other sports, the the young talent coming up actually look like grown men where Bedard does look like a 14 year old boy. But at the end of the day, it's like, treat him like he's an adult. I mean, the guy's a professional athlete. He's not a little kid anymore. You know, let's, let's start the like little child narrative, you know? I don't know. I just feel like the guy's one of the best players, hockey players, maybe ever lace him up. Can we treat him like a, an adult? Like, not everything needs to be like, look how small he is. Look how, you know, he's going to develop. He's going to develop. It's like, no, he, he's got the talent now. Just treat him like a normal, you know, hockey player, please. It's like, stop with the children's stuff. It's not appealing to other people that are not fans of the game, you know? Uh, you know, I could be totally off base, but it's just like, we don't treat anybody like that, you know? When LeBron James came into this league, into the NBA, you know, it was like there was an aura around him. Like, he was already the best player. Like. It was his league, you know? We don't treat anybody like that. We treat them like children, and then, you know, they dominate for a couple of years, and then, you know, we talk about how their team just doesn't win uh, championships. It's essentially the new, new takeaway, you know? Except for Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin, they got it done. But you're talking about, you know, Austin Matthews, McDavid, are they ever going to win a cup? I already saw someone post, here's a hot take, you know, Bedard will win a cup before, you know, McDavid. It's like all this shit, it's just, it's bad for the game. But uh, yeah, well, th- this is a quick little half hour here podcast. Uh, again, it, you got to be excited. I, of course, have a fucking roller hockey game at seven o'clock. Um, hopefully I'll be catching the end of it. So I'll, I'll miss the the first two periods probably and i'll be you know watching the third period when i get home but you know again i hope that the new york rangers are able to pull this out i hope then you know the next time i'm talking to you with that we're two and oh and yeah you know let's go rangers let's have a season one game at a time one shift at a time and let's get the let's get it done you know let's highs and the lows we're gonna you know we're never too high and we're never too low. Steady Eddie, let's get the three seed and let's fucking take down the New Jersey Devils in round one. It's time for a rematch this season. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.